Hi guys, here with us today we have Andrew from the YouTube channel Sorting Myself Out. He's been trying to sorting himself out with the help of uh, the teachings coming from Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. So, hi Andrew, how are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm fine as well, thank you. So, okay, uh, for people who don't know you yet, could you please uh, tell us a bit about your story before you started the channel? Uh, what, your, what were your main problems in life that then, when you were exposed to Dr. Jordan Peterson, made you start this channel and why? Okay, good question. Before the channel had started, well, I, I started I, just over a year ago. I'm 32 now, so I was 31 then. Um, so before that, I guess for years I had been trying, I, I knew there was, I had some problems in my life. One of them was that I, I was addicted to marijuana, I was had an abusive relationship with it, just yeah. living in an unhealthy way and I wasn't clear of what my future was and I, I just knew I needed to make some changes. Um, that I'd, I'd spent my 20s traveling and had sort of put off thinking about the future, I just thought, well, it'll, I'll get there. And I sort of had this attitude of just live for the day. The, the future is an illusion. There's no point of striving towards anything. Yeah. And I, by living like that, I just I, I wasn't in a good place. I knew I needed to make some changes. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but uh, were there any particular things that happened in your life uh, I don't know, uh, in the recent time just before you started the channel or even before that when you, you're, when you you're, were younger or something like that? Well, the, the, the full story that I've explained was that from a young age I, I, I was raised Catholic, I was very religious, had a strong belief. Um, and then from a young age, when I thought of my future, what I want—I wanted to play football, Canadian football, similar to American. That that dream fizzled, and then I thought, okay, maybe I'll, I wanted to be a strongman competitor. I just—I flipped back and forth with so many things in my life, um, and then uh, I, I started traveling, playing rugby. I was spent a lot of time in Australia, New Zealand, the South Pacific, United Kingdom. And then in my travels, I, I was in a country called Tonga, and it's, it's a long story, but I ended up, before that, I'd never really had a girlfriend, and I had a girlfriend, rushing into things, got married. It turned out that uh, it wasn't really ever a relationship. She didn't actually have these feelings. So anyways, we got married. I found that out. That ended. And that's when I was, I just was really depressed, felt really down, and had tried, I was trying to just be happy again. Mm -hmm. Right, but, but uh, that relationship you had back in Tonga, uh, did she accept marrying you because she lived in a conservative society or something like that? Was, is that what happened? Well, again, like I said, it's a, it's a long story, but she... We just we ended up dating, and uh, her her family really liked me, and that's that's what it was coming. It was 
yeah, in Tonga, really, you you have to listen to what your your parents tell you to do, mm-hmm. or 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 risk getting exiled or excommunicated. So, like I said, it's a it's a long story, but but that was definitely a big part of it was that her family wanted her to marry me. Yeah, right. So, uh, and why did you decide to? put your story out there through these videos on YouTube. Uh, in what ways do you think that doing this would uh, probably help you solve some of your issues? Well, to be honest, I <laughs> I look back and I, I wish I'd held some more, but like, I, I don't know if I, I sort of, I shared my story because I felt that that was People, so people could understand how I got into the position that I was. But really, I don't think I need, I should have, I didn't need to share all, all of this. But now that I've done it, I was just in for a penny, in for a pound. I've already shared everything. But it, it has helped. Um, it's a, a good way to connect with people. It's a, a, that is a rare thing to see on YouTube, someone just sharing and being so open and honest. And I've tried to think of it as, just realizing that th- this problem that I'm having, because at the time when it happened, I thought this is my issue. Nothing like this has ever happened to anyone else. But by sharing it, I've just seen that uh, how many other people have had such, such similar issues to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, one of the first things you did was to do Dr. Jordan Peterson's self-authoring program, right? And the future authoring program. Uh, how did that go? And th- did that help you in some way or, or not? Well, when I, f- I first got it, it, it wasn't going well. I'd open it up. I'd, it just seemed like too much to do. <laughs> I'd try to just do a little bit here and there. And I don't think I ever fully finished it. I only did the, f- the first part of the program. And pretty much the, f- the first part, it's, it's general. You're not coming up with anything too specific and not getting in- into the details of, of how you'll carry this out. Uh, so it, it did it, at least it, it made me realize how much more I needed to work on myself. I just felt that if I'm in a position where I can't even finish this, I need to make some changes in my life to be able to actually finish the program. I think the the, the very least I could do the first time I went through it was to come up with a, a future I knew I didn't want to happen, a, a future to avoid. Uh-huh. And that certainly helped. That motivated me to, because I guess when you're you just have little habits that when you're giving into them at the time, you don't think of it as that much. But when you see how they can all add up, and you've really thought that out and see what it would lead to, then it it did help with uh, avoiding those habits or just following these urges. Mm-hmm. And in in terms of the future, uh, do you already have some? concrete ideas or more concrete ideas than you had back then uh, about what would you want your future to be? More than what it was in the past. I'm still not entirely sure because before I had started, when I thought of the future, for years it was, I thought for sure that I wanted to go live in the South Pacific and not to do anything specific, just live a life of subsistence farming, live off the earth, just <laughs> have a house made out of the materials available, just live in a, in a more 
I, I don't know if I should say natural way, but that's what I, so I never really thought of it too much. Now, uh, people would know if they've watched on my channel that I'm, I'm planning to go back to Tonga and I'm actually in this week to figure out and see if I still have a desire to live there. Because at the time when I, before I, I didn't want to live in Canada, I had, I viewed Canada in a certain way, at least the province that I was living in then, which was in Ontario. Now I'm on the West Coast, and I, I really like it here in Canada. So still, I'm I'm not sure of my future. Uh, I have a much better idea when I think of what I'd like to do for a career, how I'd like to spend time with friends and family. It's just still for me figuring out where exactly I want to do that. Yeah, and now that you're about to go back to Tonga, and because I heard this when I watched your talk with Dr. Jordan Peterson last August, I think uh, one of the things he told you was that uh, if you were to do something like that, to be sure that you were not uh, getting away or escape, escaping from something, do you think that uh, you over you overcame that or or that you're still going there with with that in mind i think i've overcome it because i'm i'm fine i love it here where i where i am in canada it's great i'd ha I, it's there's nothing that i'm avoiding or wanting to to get away from uh -huh. where it would have been in the past and one of the other issues that i had which i talked about with jordan peterson was because of what had happened in my marriage, I, how should I say this? I just became, I was hurt in a certain way and I, I found it difficult to, to go on dates and it just, it was so much in my own head. And so I just, I went, I started going on dates with the purpose of thinking I, I need to get over this and not be so nervous about it. And just from some of the work I've done from that, I, I feel that that's not an issue anymore. So I don't feel like I'm, escaping from anything here it's more so i want to decide what i'm doing mm -hmm. but if i was to just go, go for it plant my flag here in canada and, and and move on i feel like i'd always have it in the back of my mind thinking oh maybe i should have had my set my life up in in tonga or in the south pacific so that's another reason i just i i want to go there see what I think and then make up my mind and go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so one of the most interesting videos that you posted was the one where you talked about the results you had on the Big Five Personality Traits test and the 10 aspects. Uh, could you talk about the results you had and also about what you've been finding to be the most difficult aspects of your personality that you wanted to change? Uh, to change and uh, and the easier ones, the easiest ones. Okay, from from what I remember, I scored low in conscientiousness. I, I can't remember how because each each of the big five I think are are split into two different categories. I can't remember what they all are, but it was low in conscientiousness, yeah. high openness, mm -hmm. uh, high yeah. in neuroticism. Yeah, uh, for example, agreeableness. Agreeableness, I think I was moderate. I, that that was one that surprised me because I, I thought <laughs> I was very high in agreeableness. But then, to be honest, I've always felt it difficult filling out these uh, these tests because I just, 
I don't know what to choose for myself. So it, it depends. If I'm with people, if I'm with strangers or pe people that I've never met, I, I find that I'm very agreeable, and I har I find it difficult to be disagreeable. But with my, with friends, with close close friends and family, uh, I find my personality is, is much different. Where I'm more disagreeable. But as far as what's been the most difficult in trying to change, it's probably been trying to be more conscientious. I mean, I, I, I know I've made an improvement just in the way that I keep my room clean. It's not always perfect, but a, a lot more than what it used to be. I find that I don't just leave things lying around. I'll put things in their, in their place. I'll deal with things when they come up where, like, say, bills that would come in, I just... I wouldn't look at them now. I'll just if there's something I need to do, I'm I'm a lot better at doing it right away. Um, and the other, so so for being uh, disagreeable, I've had a few times where, let's say, I, I went to the gas station and there's a, a parking spot where you can fill up the air in your tires. So I, I went to do this, and someone had parked in that spot, and the sign says this parking is only if you're filling air. And I saw this person; they went in the store got a coffee, got a sandwich, newspaper, took their time. Mm -hmm. And usually I would just, I'd ignore it. I'd get really upset about it. I wouldn't speak up about things and it would get me angry inside and I'd sort of, I'd wait for a moment. And so usually when I'd let it out, it would be this big overreaction where I think if you can just say something, then it, it's not it's not building up. So I did. And I remember at the time I, I thought, this is something I don't want to do. I feel uncomfortable doing it, but I viewed it as an opportunity to just do something a little bit that makes me uncomfortable. And I, I've been trying to view it as that, that it's just look for these little times where you feel uncomfortable doing something and know that that's a good opportunity to work on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and even though you were only moderate in agreeableness, because I don't know what, uh, what result you obtained on the two aspects of of agreeableness and one is compassion. Did you have a did you have a higher result in in terms of compassion? Because I'm asking because perhaps uh, since you're telling me that uh, it is somewhat difficult for you to to put out uh, something that you have inside when it's turned against another person. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, does it have anything to do with that or not? I, I think I consider myself I'm compassionate, so I, I don't know if I have to do with, with being compassionate. I think it's uh, I can't I can't remember what the other the, the other side of the trait was. Assertiveness. Uh, in agreeableness, it's compassion and politeness. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure which it would fall under. I'm I'm not sure about that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think if I remember well, another trait in which you had an eye result was uh, neuroticism, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So for that, um, recently I, I've been paying much more attention to my own thoughts. And I've, I've seen that most of my thoughts are negative and I tend to believe them more. That if I have a thought saying that some some event that's coming up, it probably won't work out, or, or just thinking of myself and thinking of my own worth. If it's negative, I, I tend to have, I have more of those thoughts, and I'll, I'll believe them, where 
when I have when I'm in a good mood and if I think of the future and think that things will work out and or if I come up with an idea, it seems so fleeting. It seems like it, it doesn't last for that long. So recently I, I had a dream where in this dream I saw from my childhood this uh there's this movie called Child's Play about this little doll that was possessed by a murderer and it terrified me. So in the stream I saw this little doll and then there was this voice or sort of this realization that I had that in order to fight that I have to myself transform into something bigger and, and scarier. And then so when I woke up from that dream I tried to understand what it meant and I was thinking that when I have these bad thoughts that are that can be viewed as this monster, that it's it's up to me to fight it and not let it win. So I've been trying to do that where if I start feeling neurotic in my thinking, uh, I won't let it just pass. I'll try to face it and and um, and question it. And also I've I've just been trying to view it as not a time to be negative, but I, can't, I heard some analogy once that in order to for us to go to the moon as humans, we need people who really think that it's possible and that everything's going to go right because they'll come up yeah. with this plan. But then also we need people to think, oh, it, it probably won't happen and come up with all these backup plans. So I've been trying to view my thoughts that if I'm in a good mood and I'm feeling creative, I'll, I'll write it all down. And then rather than when I usually I just get negative and then just throw all those ideas out, I'll just use it as an opportunity to write, okay, well, what are some, how can I view this and, and get down all these ideas where I think it, it wouldn't work out and then put those ideas against each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and so uh, in terms of interpersonal relationships, because that seems to me that in some ways uh, that's a struggle you've been having and particularly uh, also in terms of romantic relationships. Uh, what traits, uh, and you haven't talked yet about the classification you had in terms of extroversion, for example, so I don't know if that interferes in that aspect or not, but what of those traits do you think you, you wanted to improve in order to have better relationships with other people? Hmm. Again, I had an issue with knowing if I'm more introverted or extroverted because I can spend a lot of time to myself. I, I don't mind it, but I also know if I do that too much, I, I need to go out. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out videos of, of myself. I don't know if someone who's completely introverted would do that. But I, I didn't think of that for dating. I thought that really for me, it's been an issue of thinking of my own self-worth. And because by being so unconscientious, I think of myself as this really lazy person who has potential but just doesn't see things through. So when I thought of, I think it would be, have more to do with improving conscientious that would help just the way that I see myself and the way I, I, I carry myself when I go on these dates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but when you think about uh, the, yeah. co the conscientious aspect or the conscientious trait, uh, conscientiousness trait, do you, do you think that it would be more important to you in terms of uh, what you think other people might think about you or, or even more in terms of perhaps what we, you would need to do to have, for example, the, um, the career or the job you would like to have?
Yeah, probably more for the second option that I I believe that I'm I have talent. I'm, I'm creative. I have yeah. all these ideas of what I would like to do. I can plan out a path to to work towards it. It just comes down to having the conscientiousness to actually to actually do it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh, and uh, other interesting aspects uh, that you talk in your videos is, for example, uh, you're dealing with food. And you also had, I don't know if you still have, but perhaps not, an issue with pornography and so on. So, uh, wh what did you do to, to improve the, these aspects of, let's say, the addiction part of, of yourself? To be honest, I, I, haven't, I, I haven't been doing so well with it recently. Oh, really? Um, because even even before starting this channel and trying to sort myself out with let's just focus on food for now that mm -hmm. I've had an issue with food since since I can remember I just it was always something uh, of comfort um, and uh, even from an early age I remember just thinking would there be enough and I always wanted the, the biggest amount say if I was with friends I was always more concerned about like how many slices of pizza are left, how many are going to be for me. And even, like, here's, I, I don't think I've ever told anyone this. I always remember watching television shows or movies, and if I saw they had a scene where they had wasted food, it really angered me and bothered me, and I wanted that. So the times where I've been able to lose weight were have usually been through extreme measures. I'd really constrict my diet, to something that's not sustainable, that, but that, that would lose me weight in a short amount of time. And and then at the end, I didn't really change any habits. So all I'd revert back to my bad, unhealthy habits of just eating too much, eating very fast, eating by myself, eating while watching television, eating for comfort. So I've always oscillated between that. And in this journey, uh, like I know what to eat, I know how much to eat, I, I know what I should be doing, but what I've experienced is that I'll set, set out a way of eating or a, a way of exercising and I'll have the will to do it. I, I'll do it for a few weeks and then eventually I'll tell myself, well, I'll, I'll, if I have, while I'm doing that at first, say I have a thought telling me, okay, I should go eat chocolate or eat pizza. I'll have the will to push away those thoughts and deny them. And then eventually I lose that will and the thoughts sneak in and I find myself, oh, look, I've just ate two chocolate bars and a whole pizza. And then I'll, I'll feel bad about it. And rather than just getting back and going, okay, that's fine, just get back to your normal diet, I, I find for myself that if I give in once, I find I'll, I'll give in a lot and then I'll, I'll get down about it and... So I've been cycling back and forth, and really, my weight's gone up from when I first started. I think when I first started, I was around 220 pounds. Now I'm 260 pounds, so I've, I've really been struggling with it. It hasn't been going well. But, but has it been going worse uh, more recently or from a, from a long time now? Recently, because... Say, no matter whether it's with food or porn or anything where I've set out 
either if it's something I want to avoid or something yeah. that I need to push myself to do that I don't usually do. Recent, like I've been put out a video for a while because I got to the point where I just I thought, okay, I'm I'm not going to be able to do this. No matter what I set for myself, I'm going to fail. I just I can't do it. And I and I realized that I, rather than just keep setting a new schedule and starting again, I I knew that I had to change these beliefs that I have because I I know that it's wrong for me to to think the way that I was thinking to to think that. I'm not going to do it. I can't do this. I'm just going to fail. I knew I needed to address that because if I truly believe that I can't do it, if I truly believe that even if I do get back on track and, and start developing these healthy habits, if I believe in myself that that's not going to last, then it seems to me that it doesn't matter what you set for yourself to do. So I've been trying to examine what my beliefs are, where they come from, and how I can change them. Mm -hmm. And uh, from all things that you've been trying to apply in your life to change it, uh, to improve it, um, apart from the fact that you tried uh, some uh, sometime or another, you tried to change a lot of things at the same time, or even, for example, you tried to have a very strict diet that didn't result. What other things did you discover? Did you discover that uh, didn't work? Hmm. So yeah, I've, tr I've tried having a schedule, a very strict schedule. I found I could do it for a little bit at first, I'd fall off. Then I tried just writing down a, a, a bunch of different tasks that I should do throughout the day. And then I could just check off what I'm doing, write down the amount of time. Same thing. I'd do it for a bit and then I'd fall off. It's like to me, what I'm thinking here is, is that I, as I said earlier, I don't know exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where I want. What I've been feeling is that I need, I just need to know what that is. Because when you have your why or, or your why of what you want to do, then you'll be able to get through the how. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that that's a, a, a phrase from Nietzsche. <laughs> yeah, so, so when you know the why, you can bear any how or something like that. Yeah, so because I'm still not clear, I think that's definitely a part of it. And what I think of from Jordan Peterson is that he would say, "Well, just start small, and can you at least stop doing the things you know you shouldn't be doing?" And that's where I started out, and. Probably, honestly, I could have been doing a better job of that recently. But over the last few weeks, I thought, I just, I can't set something for myself to do because I just got so sick of setting something to do, failing. And because I really felt that I'm just going to fail no matter what, I thought, I just need to make some changes. And, and especially now that I have this trip coming up, I, I'm, I'm feeling better than how I've been feeling in recent weeks. Yeah, but but do you think that that recently you've been going through this phase where you you don't feel very productive because since the since your next journey is coming about that perhaps you think 
that, that he, now in this time before the journey you're not you're not as responsible for what you're doing now than before because i mean because in the near future you're not going to be in the same place and so perhaps you can put aside things and leave them behind do, the, uh, do those thoughts p pass through your head yeah and I, i've known that but i just wanted to get away from the stress that i've it's caused me so much stress to yeah. feel like i've been failing and, and feeling that I will fail no matter what I do I just wanted to not even think about it and as I said earlier uh, the, the, the few things where I feel that I have been doing well recently has been in, in trying to be more assertive with strangers because it, at first I, I thought the biggest trait I need to improve is to, to, to be more conscientious and that's all I was basing it on, on, on how much work I was doing and also how, how I was doing with, with, my, with my weight. Now that I've relaxed on that and tried to look for how I've been progressing in other areas with be, being more assertive and learning to be more disagreeable when the situation needs, I've just, yeah, I know that I, I, because I have this trip it seems like, oh, maybe I'm letting certain things slide, but I just feel that's what I needed to do. And maybe I, I could have been using my time more wisely and made some plans before I go, but I just feel that's what I needed to do. And I, I do feel a lot better than how I have been recently. Okay, great. So, um, and now that you're going to Tonga and because you had back there the, that relationship with, with the girl you talked about, uh, have you thought about trying to reconnect with her now? I haven't talked to her for a few years, I think. Like, I we talk every now and again. Uh, I've, I've talked to some of, as I said, I was good, good friends with her, her family. And so I have talked to some of her family members, and they know that I'm coming, and I'm, I'm sure I'll see them when I'm there. It's, a, it's not, a, not a big island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, uh, have you thought about um, I, I don't know c coming back to a place where you were before with her? Uh, have those thoughts passed through your head, or something along those lines? Well, I've, I've had many different thoughts of this trip, but when I think of the trip, I no, I haven't really thought about any feelings coming up or thinking of going back to the same place now it haven't really viewed it in that way mm -hmm. right so uh, and so uh, and because this is another thing that dr peterson talks a lot about the fact that uh, if he as he says if people uh, 18 months after still uh, have a strong emotional reaction to something in their past that that is not a good sign uh, do you have uh, those thoughts about something that happened before in your life or or not well i, I used to I, it after it first happened it was oh it was horrible i felt horrible and i remember i, I carried it around for so long and then i guess got to i was able to put it into perspective once i got into doing meditation and when I first started uh, using cannabis I just 
saw things completely differently. So I, I did sort of heal myself a bit, but definitely before before doing the past authoring program, I would have had those memories still have a big emotional attachment to them. But after doing the future authoring program, no, I, I, I think I'm, I'm good with that now. Well, that's great. Uh, and so um, what are the things that you tried to uh, you tried to do s since you started the channel and since you started following doc Dr. Peter Peterson's teachings that worked the best for you? Well, the, the very first thing was just starting with cleaning my room. But before that, it was something I'd I don't know how often I'd clean my room, probably not more than once a month. And I'd, I'd notice the same cycle, that if I, if I clean it and organize it, I'd just feel better. I find it, it would affect my mind. And then after a few days, it would start, you know, I'd, rather than putting my clothes in the laundry basket, I'd just leave it on the floor. Where That's, that's where I started with, which is cleaning my room, and that spilled into a few other areas of my life where I, I found... It affected my 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 job. I became better with my job, um, and then, like I said, also just if you even if you don't know what you want, you can at least avoid the future that you know would happen should your bad habits get worse. So it helped me with uh, how I used to have a, an abusive relationship with marijuana. I, I no longer have. Um, th those are the biggest biggest things that have that have improved. Yeah. And so, uh, and about lucid dreaming, because I know that you can lucid dream. Um, how did you learn to do that, and in what ways does does it help you? Well, as as a kid, I I used to just naturally have it, but then I I read a book. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it started with a few things of just trying to be aware throughout the day. Like, say, if, if you go into a new room and you It's safe if you try to turn on the light switch. Just ask yourself while you do that if you're dreaming. You do, I think it's called doing reality checks to think, am I in waking life or am I sleeping? Because the more you do that throughout your waking life, you'll start eventually doing it in your dream. Because that's what I find for dreams, that if there's some random thing, person you think of during the day, you'll probably have a dream about them. So eventually you'll get to a point in your dream where if you turn on a light switch and you ask yourself if you're dreaming for some reason in dreams a lot of the times a light switch won't have any effect it won't turn on any lights but then I the, the best way I started doing it was to just periodically the more you do it the more effective it will be look at your thumbprint because it's so there's so much detail in a thumbprint that if in a dream you look at your thumb and you ask if you're dreaming you'll look at it and it, you'll just know right away that you're that you're dreaming and at that point you'll become lucid uh, and I, I still use that where if I'm in a dream and I'm questioning whether it's reality or not I'll, I'll just look at my thumbprint and how it's helped um, well there's <laughs> there's two different ways of being lucid you can be lucid where you're in control but then you'll wake up after the dream and realize that all you did in the dream was have sex or eat amazing food or fly around so you weren't really lucid the best way of use it is to um, say if you're having a nightmare I remember once a, a wolf was approaching me it was running towards me 
and I just stood there and I just asked that. I said, well, what do you want? What are you, you, so you can, it's a good way to communicate with the un- subconscious or unconscious. That's pro- probably the best thing you can get out of it. Mm-hmm. And do you think that the scenarios you, you can create in a dream could, uh, does it help you and could it help other people that eventually learn to do it? For example, to create uh, scenarios where they are dealing with other people to try to improve mentally in terms of uh, interpersonal relationships or even uh, social aptitude or something like that? It, it's hard to say for the, for those types of things because from it, it's, I don't know what it's like for other people, but for me, usually if I'm lucid, there's not many people. Or if you become lucid and you try to talk to people, it's weird. This, just again, what I've experienced, they'll they'll flee. It's as if they're frightened as soon as I become lucid. Where any dream where I'm not lucid, it's it's mainly just interacting with people. Um, I, I do know that you can use it to develop skills. From what I've read about uh, neuroplasticity and neuroscience is that you can get just as much out of um, imagining doing a lesson on the piano as you could as physically doing it. And so you can, you can apply that in a dream. You can use it to work on certain skills. I think I've, I've played rugby in, in dreams like lucid, so I, I use it for that. Yeah, sure. So, uh, and because you already went through uh, a lot of these things and while trying to apply all these teachings and changing your life, uh, did you come to the conclusion that uh, most of the problems you had or still have uh, stem from your personality or from your life experiences? I'd say one of the biggest things that's changed is that I, I, I think that I create all, everything that's in my life. If I, however I'm feeling, whatever I'm negative about, I don't, I don't blame it on anyone else. I don't blame it on my, my upbringing. I, you're just, you're, you're dealt a certain amount of cards and it's up to you how you, how you play with them. Mm-hmm. So, and now, uh, just before we finish, now that you're going to Tonga, uh, do you have any idea about how much time you want to spend there? And uh, when and if you come back, with what knowledge would you like to come back with? I'm not sure how long I'll be staying for, Pro- probably at least until August. Because uh, from when I used to play uh, rugby in Australia, my team there having a, a 10-year reunion in August from when we won, so I'd, I'd like to go there for that. Um, but as far as what I'd like to come back with, yeah, hmm, I want to come back with a healthy belief system and a healthy view of myself where I, I don't think I currently have one. Uh, so the way I plan on doing that... Uh, Again, I want to go through the self-authoring program and, and, and really put a lot of focus on that. Where the time, the, the la- especially with the, the future authoring program, the last time I did it, I think I could have been more specific about certain things and just done a better job. But that's what I've, every time I've done it, I've, I've, I've improved on it. Um, 
but yeah, the, the biggest point of this trip is to, I want to come back with the knowledge of knowing exactly what I want and a, and a plan to achieve it. And I want it to be such an attractive plan that that generates the ability to, to go for it, where it seems like everything I've said, it's been things that I want, but it seems like the things that I the actions that I've, I've been doing have been more attract. It's like I, I want to be in shape. I want to be healthy. But my desire to eat this thing that will not generate that outcome is can be higher. So I want to sort of get my desires and beliefs and, and way I view myself and plan for the future. I want that to be all aligned and, and focused towards one thing that I can move towards. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, what are the conditions that you want to find in Tonga that you can't find in Canada uh, to, uh, that make you go there? And, and why do you think that those conditions are important for you to clarify the things in your head that you want to, to clarify? Well, part of it, again, when I talk of my about the way I see myself or my beliefs, I've always had this belief that I probably won't ever get in, into a position to make much money and that because of my personality, the best place for me to live and where I could get the most out of living there would be Tonga where mm -hmm. it's just much much cheaper for a lot of things. So that that was a part of it. Um, but as far as why I'm going there to, to, to do all these things, like I said, I just I want to know if I if I want to live there or not. I'll be seeing how I think of it. I haven't been there since 2011. Yeah. Um. And it, I don't. Okay. I, I was looking at my journal that I had wrote from a few years ago, and I I just all these things that I wrote of what I wanted to eventually do are things that have happened. I wrote that I want a YouTube channel. I want to learn how to be able to edit and film and get all this equipment to do it and. And I want to go back to Tonga and make all these films. And just in my mind, I've convinced myself that this is the place to do it and that if I go do it there, it, it will have a good result. Yeah, maybe, you know, some people go to India to find themselves. I understand you could say you don't have to go there to do it. You should be able to do it where you are. I could say that to myself, but I've just wrapped up all these reasons in, into one And also, like, like I was saying earlier, it's just a way, it's a place where I'm not going to have to be, I don't know, here I've just felt so addicted to the internet and, and technology and all of something on the go where there it's, it's not really like that, at least the island I'm going to. Mm -hmm. uh, and can we expect to get some YouTube videos from you there uh, along the same lines of the videos you've been doing or perhaps something different, but can we expect it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I want to do a video every week. It's just a, a matter of how good the internet connection is there. So I know I haven't been putting out a lot of videos and that's about to change. Mm -hmm. uh, and the videos you're planning to do are going to go along these same lines of trying to tell people what you've been doing and in what ways have you been improving or something different? 
Well, for for the YouTube channel, sorting myself out, I'll I'll just continue on with a weekly video reporting on what I've been doing week to week, what my plan is, how how I did trying to match that plan, how I feel for doing it. But these other videos I were talking about won't have to do with this channel. This is I just have a, a lot of different stories I'd like to tell and make some uh, like there's not really many tourist tourism videos for Tonga so I'd like to have a crack at, at doing that mm -hmm. okay great so uh, I hope all goes well for you Andrew at, at uh, in Tonga uh, and that you're able to to put the things in your head that you want to put together there and I mean uh, th thank you for for accepting my request to be on my channel it, I think it was a, a great talk so I mean everything good for you man thank you I appreciate it it's been a pleasure to talk to you okay thank you so bye 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 if you appreciate my work please consider supporting me on patreon at patreon.com slash the dissenter. Thank you.